Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to And Company. Your weekly review of top headlines from chipandco.com, where we dive deeper into the topics that continue to garner your love and attention. And now, let's give it up for the two hosts of Ann Company, Sarah Solberg and Dislife Mark. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us here at Ann Company, our weekly news review here at the Chip and Company Podcast Network. Don't forget to subscribe and be a part of the best podcast network here in the Disney community. On today's podcast, we take a look inside the AP shopping extravaganza at ESPN's worldwide world of sports. We talk about a bear up in a tree at the Magic Kingdom. It looks like the Magic Kingdom is set to get its biggest expansion yet, and you can get more Epcot this holiday season. Let's welcome back to the studio. She's back feeling better than ever. We missed you last week. We're sorry that we weren't here for Ann Company, but me and Sarah are here. Sarah, are you ready to talk Disney? I missed you. I'm so ready to talk Disney. Mark, can you say ESPN Wide World of Sports three uh, times fast for let, me? Let me try it. ESPN Wide World of Sports. <laughs> ESPN Wide World of Sports. ESPN Wide World of Sports. I can. I just couldn't do it in the moment. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know why. It got me. They like to make their names long and complicated at Disney. They do. They do. So it's been a bear of a week, Sarah. A bear? Yeah. I see what you did there. Like that? Mm-hmm. We'll get to that later. Some of the best Disney yeah. memes ever, ever, ever. All right. Let's get into the headlines. These are the top headlines over at the website this week. This is how this works. For those people that are new to Ann Company, if you don't like the four things that we talk about, you got to click on different stuff. Because these are the top four articles of the week from the website, from clicks, and from interactions. And let's get started with that Magic Kingdom. Uh, we're going we're gonna to hold off on the bear. Winnie the Pooh, Country Bear has got to wait a little bit. Let's start off with the Magic Kingdom expansion, which is going to be the biggest in Magic Kingdom's history. So we learned at Destination D23, and then it was corroborated later on and earlier last week. We got news regarding the Magic Kingdom's expansion. Now, we all recall and remember the Beyond Big Thunder Mountain Blue Sky project that was discussed at at D23 Expo last year. So they gave us a little bit of a discussion on what this project will be. And uh, the expansion of the project is going to be, quote unquote, the biggest expansion in Magic Kingdom's history. Bruce Vaughn 
chief creative officer of Walt Disney Imagineering, shared some of those updates during the panel. And then again, Disney has elaborated on those plans, saying that this expansion is going to be very similar to Pandora, the world of Avatar, which is over at Disney's Animal Kingdom, or on the size and the scope of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disney's Hollywood Studios. So there's many new offerings that are being considered, attractions, restaurants, shows, and more still beyond Big Thunder Mountain. We don't know what it is, but there have been a lot of ideas that were floated, Sarah, at D23 last year. Ideas included lands like Coco and Kanto, an entire area dedicated to Disney villains. The Encanto idea seems to be off the table because it looks like that's coming to Animal Kingdom. So maybe we're still getting Coco, maybe we're still getting villains, but let me ask you this, when you hear something the size of Galaxy's Edge or the world of Avatar, what do you think it can be, Sarah? Because they doubled down on it this week and they said it's the Magic Kingdom, it's going to be big and it's going to be spectacular. What would your guess be this expansion is going to be? Villains. We need villains. And if they ask Disney fans, everyone's going to say villains. Bring us the villains. I I agree. I I agree. Yeah. So, but they're saying it's going to be you're bigger. already in Magic Kingdom, so to have a complete opposite it would be just it would be perfect. I don't think they want to give us a park. Yeah, they're not going to give us a fifth gate. When they no. say something that's bigger than New Fantasyland, when they give us the land mass and the size of it, I I think they would miss a opportunity if it's not Villains Land. Now, some people said, well, what if it's Coco and Villains Land? It could. The bridge over to Villains yeah. Land could be that Coco bridge with the Magnolias. And right. So you could have them go through like the Land of the Dead on your way to Villains Land. So it could still be both of those ideas. A small piece of Coco and then a large Villains. I agree. Yeah. I think that's what it's going to yeah. be. Listen, I don't. Everybody was very upset, right? And they were like, we didn't get any specifics. Here's what we did get. It's on track and it's going to be massive. So all yeah, signs that something is coming. Something is coming and it's going to be amazing beyond Big Thunder Mountain. All right. And now um, we just got to wait until August and go to D23 in Anaheim. Absolutely. All right. We had a big shopping kiosk extravaganza i don't even know what to call extravaganza uh over like at word. espn wide world of sports i said it right yay yes so yesterday was the first day over there for the annual pass holder shopping event um we were on hand with some of our our locals down there to get the discounted merchandise from the event it's 60 percent off select merchandise including apparel uh, some 50th anniversary merchandise, lounge fly items, Dooney and Burke fashions. Man, I wish I was a local right now. Oh, <laughs> items on display in like kind of like a Costco style with many that were still in or on top of boxes. There was a two item limit on many of the higher end products, but the rest was basically as much as you could carry. Bring your friends to help you. <laughs> Overall, this fun event was live with a DJ, food trucks. It was like a postmodern Disney flea market. If you're in the Disney World area and you're an annual pass holder, you need to stop by and check it out. You have until September 23rd to pick up some of that discounted Disney merch. I'm 
jealous of all the people who live down there and are. I I am jealous. We have a merch obsessed friend, Alicia Haig. And I told, I told Alicia this over the last two years, I think Disney has gone a little merch crazy and they've really, right. And they've focused on merchandise and there's usually one or two hot items, but a lot of this stuff, it sits, it sits around and it usually goes over to cast connections. But I do think that Disney has been increasing what they're ordering and I think they've been pushing a lot more merch. So when I saw a lot of the stuff that was there, the discounts were great and I would definitely buy it because it was, I mean, you have like lounge fly bags going for like 20 something dollars. What I, yeah, I mean, yes, (laughs) yes, all day, every day. (laughs) But is it stuff that I'm fawning over and going crazy it, it wasn't. No. It's stuff that I kind of passed on. Um, but would I give it another pass if it was 20 or 30 At the prices? Yeah. Yes. I'm glad yes. that I'm not there because I do think if I was in that event and I was walking through like Costco. You'd a whole new suitcase. To- right? Like Costco. <laughs> who needs a 20-gallon thing of, of mayonnaise? No one. No one. But when you go to Costco. But look at that price. <laughs> yeah, but when you go to Costco, you're like. <laughs> Look at this price. How do I not buy this this five-gallon thing of ketchup? It's total girl math. I would be losing money if I did not buy it. <laughs> there you go. So I like the analogy of Costco because is it stuff that people need? I don't think so. No, but is not necessarily. Not necessarily. But I am so happy that I do have a little geography in between me and that sale because I do think I'd be going a little a little crazy. Yeah. Especially with the Epcot. Same. The Epcot 40 stuff had me. And people were sending me pictures. And I'm like, no, stop. Stop sending me pictures. (laughs) You buy your stuff. I am going to protect my wallet. They're like, come on, Mark. You want me to get you something? I know. They're trying to to tempt me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Speaking of Epcot, uh, we learned that Disney World is going to extend Epcot's hours of operation during the 2023 International Festival of the Holidays. This wasn't a surprise, but it's definitely a joyous announcement nonetheless. Uh, Once again, Disney World is going to extend Epcot Park hours during the 2023 International Festival of the Holidays. Uh, This year's festival is November 24th through December 30th of this year. Now, the typical operating hours for Epcot in November are 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., but starting November 24th, the park will stay open until 9.30 And that allows for multiple performances of the candlelight processional and a new nightly fireworks show. Uh, The Festival of the Holidays is inspired by the cultures around the world where guests can enjoy holiday kitchens, special merchandise, the candlelight processional, holiday decor and special entertainment, and of course, merch. Uh, Sarah, will you be (laughs) celebrating this holiday season at Walt Disney World? I know you said you were right around New Year's, right? Yes, I'm so excited. I'm planning on being there for the last day at Epcot on the 30th because it's been a while since I've experienced the holiday season, like during the holiday season. Sometimes we get the end of it in early January, but this year I'm like, okay, that's the first day we're going to the parks. I'm going to Epcot because I want the candlelight processional. I want the festival of the holidays. I want those holiday kitchens, the food. I want it all. You gotta get yes. the cookie cookie stroll. Yes. 
cookie stroll. Now I'm just impatiently waiting for them to announce the candlelight processional information. That's coming soon. You watch. I know. It's going to be coming in the next few days. It gives the thing I love most about the festival of the holidays and the cookie stroll in particular, it gives me a chance, at least for a day, to channel my inner Arnold Schwarzenegger and say, put the cookie down now. And I I annoy the hell out of whoever's hanging out with me. Because I say it like I'm like, what? When else am I gonna be able to use this in my life? Only only during the holidays when you've got all the cookies. Absolutely. (laughs) You know, people are just like, I can't bear it, Mark. And I'm like, well, you'd love our next article then. (laughs) Yes, because speaking of bears, ooh, good nice transition there. Nice transition. I like it. So very unexpectedly on Monday, some of the areas of Magic Kingdom had delayed openings because of, dun, 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 a bear. A literal bear. <laughs> literally, like a real live. It wasn't one of the country bear jamboree bears. I believe it was a black bear. It was. So not, as, not as scary as like a grizzly bear. But so three of the park, sorry, not parks, three of the lands were closed. Cast members were strategically positioned at the entrances of Adventureland, Liberty Square, uh, making sure that guests could not get back to that area where the bear was. Um, the wildlife, what are they called? The wildlife commission? services? Yeah, wildlife commission. Yeah, commission. They captured the bear and they did release him safely into the wild, but it was very, uh, it was a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Disney fans everywhere. Major news outlets were reporting on it. Fans were posting all over the internet. So many memes. Mark, do you have a favorite meme? I mean, I know some of our writers were so were the ride. Yeah, the ride memes ones. were great. The one with him on the haunted mansion just deadpan. I was gonna say that one. That was I my. That, one. that was one of my favorites. Uh, I do appreciate him on, at Tron as well. There were a few people oh. who put like Mickey ears and a churro in his hand. They were yeah, or an they ice were cream all, bar. Or... Yeah. They were all great. I could tell you this. I mean, you also live with polar bears. It doesn't matter if it's a black bear or brown bear you know, a grizzly, Any Kodiak. Kind of if it's a bear, I, yeah, I don't want to go anywhere near it. They are scary. Unless it's Winnie the Pooh, I stay far away. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, I showed you the pictures of the country bears. Would you stay far away from them too, though? Most likely. <laughs> yes, they are a little creepy. They are extremely creepy. I, I sent you the one this year. I was in the middle of the, uh, the, the not so scary Halloween. I'm like, oh, by the way, yes. here's a country bear for you. You were like, terrifying that you gave me some nightmare fuel for my kids yeah i can't my un- son looked at <laughs> my son looked over my shoulder and i was like who the heck is that i can't unsee that yeah it's they're they're freaky they are well they're getting a they're getting a gloss up so yeah, hopefully they're not as fresh yeah but you know we'll like, can you imagine though being on tom sawyer island and being like wow disney is really killing it with these animatronics Look at that right? bear. He looks so realistic. Nope. Real bear. Can you imagine if Walt had gotten his way with Jungle Cruise with real animals? Well, he did. You know, it was just Animal Kingdom. And it was a it right. was a van and not a years and not later. A yeah, many, many years later. I think it would have been much scarier to be on the water with live animals around you. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be on a boat. You know, I could no. I could jump out of the car if 
but there, there's really no, there's no predators. <laughs> so you're, you're pretty right. fine. You know, those paddocks are yeah. good. It's not like a Jurassic park style situation, but Tom Sawyer <laughs> Island could have, that could have gotten crazy. So fun fact, one of the cast members told me that they have the sensors in the water. So they knew almost immediately that there was something that had gotten into the water and had gotten onto the Island. And they probably thought that it was a gator. And, right. That know, makes more sense. Lo and behold, no. And they uh, they had to lift it out with a crane. Did you see the apparatus that they used? They probably tranked it. Right. People are probably like, that poor thing. Listen, they tranked it. He took a little nap. They put him in the crane. Yep. He slept it off. And, and then they that- relocated him yeah. somewhere more fit for him. I will be honest. I didn't realize there were bears in Florida. And now that you, I didn't know that either, I'm rethinking when you say there's bears, alligators, snakes. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm I'm seriously rethinking this whole this whole strategy of and then you've got hurricanes and right. Oh boy, do you think that God was like, hey, don't live here? And there, let's let he knew only a certain kind of person can live there. Yeah, Florida man, lest we also forget. Back in the day, too, they're like, oh, yeah, and let's sprinkle a little malaria on top of that. Yeah, so good stuff. You know what? I want to hear I want to hear what Chip's favorite meme was. So, uh, you know, I was going to ask him, Sarah, but he's not here. Um, So where in the world has Mr. Chip Confer gone to this week? Well, from what I know, he is currently at home. But I'm sure he just forgot to log in because I think he is hibernating just like bears should be. See where this we weekend. yeah, see where we went with that one? You like that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very nice. He, you know, he was going nonstop at D twenty three and I think he's been sleeping ever since. And you know, I don't think we should call and wake him up because he's getting that much needed rest that he needs from the amazing, wonderful job he did covering those events. He needs to just sleep tight, hibernate like the Mr. Bear, and Chip, we'll, we'll see you in the spring. Did they name the bear, Sarah? Do we have a name for him? Did they... I think we should name him. I feel like we should. What name would you give? Mm-hmm. I know we didn't plan this, so I know. put your thinking caps a... on. We have He's to give... a black bear. He He's... came to Magic Kingdom. So I... He needs a... A Disney name. Well, I, his name, if it's a Disney name, it should be Mordu, like from Brave. Mordu is a perfect name for him because he's a black bear, like, like Mordu, not as big as Mordu or scary. He was a little tiny bear, but I feel like, yeah, I feel like Mordu fits. So let's call him, I shall call you henceforth Mordu because it also gives me a chance to whip out the Irish brogue. So. (laughs) Good stuff. Love it. All right, Sarah, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back with more Disney parks in just a minute. Is Disney World home to you? Realtor Victor Naraki can help make it a reality. Realtor Victor Naraki specializes in making your Disney home dreams come true. Second homes, investment homes, retirement, relocation, With Victor's input, he will show you the home opportunities that you don't get to see as a tourist. Imagine being at the park in minutes, walking around the world showcase for daily exercise, watching the fireworks in your own backyard, or having Disney Springs as your local mall. Have you ever heard of Windermere, Winter Garden, Horizon West, Dr. Phillips, Claremont? 
Lake Nona, or Disney's own celebration and Golden Oak, Victor will introduce you to these communities which are just minutes to the magic. Stop imagining a Disney life and start living your dream today. Call Victor at 407-340-9375. And don't forget to mention that you heard all about Victor here on the Chip and Company Podcast Network. Head over to CelebratingFlorida.com and start living your magical life today. All right, Sarah, welcome back to Ann Company. Here we go. Let me get into my Rushmore of the week. This is where I rank my top four of a different Disney topic each week. In this segment, I make my case for the best Disney dining, resorts, and experiences at Disney parks to help influence your next Disney vacation. Now, Sarah, we learned this week that Magic Kingdom is getting the largest expansion ever. So it got my wheels turning and it got me thinking of rides and experiences and stuff that I wanted to armchair Imagineer or just see reimagined and things that I would like to see go in the place of stuff that we have. Since we're going to be spending $60 billion over the next 10 years, this is the stuff that I want addressed. All right, let's start with Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland just got Tron. Tomorrowland has all of this amazing real estate. But I want to talk about, for a minute, the Tomorrowland Speedway. Now, whoa, 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 whoa. Put your pitchforks down, ladies (laughs) and gentlemen. I'm not suggesting that we get rid of it. I'm not a monster. The Tomorrowland Speedway, it's timeless There's generations of memories of moms and dads driving with their kids. Most kids have their first driving memory at that park. So why would I do that? I'm not going to get rid of it, but let's do this instead. Ready? Let's get electric vehicles. No gas. Get rid of the gas smell because gas is so, I don't know, 50s and 60s. Like when I think of gas, I think of like the 70s gas shortage. So let's get rid of that stuff and let's update it to tomorrow And let's get into the digital age with Sugar Rush Racers. Let's redo the entire infield of the ride, give it a Wreck-It Ralph theme, add Vanellope, add all of the characters, give me a Vanellope meet and greet because she's gone. Sarah, I'm not over it. She's gone. First, they got rid of Ralph because he kept tripping in the tunnel. (laughs) Then they got rid of Vanellope and they replaced him with Figment and Figment fell too. I was just going to say figments falling down all the time. Yes, but I don't, I still don't have a Wreck-It Ralph. So let's take Vanellope, Wreck-It Ralph, let's put them over there and let's redo the Tomorrowland Speedway and let's make it Sugar Rush Racers. If you like my ideas, let me know or send them over to Disney. And Disney, if you're listening, please hire me. I have so many great ideas. I am the best armchair Imagineer in the history of the world. And that's a fact. (laughs) all right fact number two spaceship earth it's iconic also put your pitchforks away we're not doing anything Mm -hmm. but let's face it the story inside needs to be dusted off needs to be updated disney knew this they had it earmarked for something and then the pandemic hit and they had to shelve it for a while but disney agreed they had this ride on their radar before and now we need to bring it back and put it back on the map Now, I know nobody wants any more construction in Epcot. We've had walls for what seems like forever, but this ride could use a little TLC with Moana opening, with the hub opening. I think this is the perfect time to take this ride down, to give it a little spruce up, 
to give it a new narrator, to give it some new scenes, some new lighting, maybe dust off the animatronics, give it a different spin, but let's not overhaul this. Let's not do too much to it because it is a classic. I view this ride very much like I view the uh, Carousel of Progress, and I don't want it to be touched because I think there are certain things that need to be left in terms of history and having the parks being preserved for what they have been for generations. So a little dust up with Spaceship Earth, but keep it. All right. Turning my attention to the Imagination Pavilion. Soapbox. All right. Everybody loves Figment. There's a new meet and greet. There's the updated merch. But let's be honest. I mean, people, let's be honest for a minute. That ride, it's not great. Okay? It's not great. Let's give Journey into Imagination the overhaul that it deserves. Um, Bring back Dreamfinder. Everyone loves him. Restore the ride. Give it a plus up. Give it some new story. Give Figment the love that he deserves. Everyone loves Figment. No, um, I used to suggest that we get rid of this ride and we maybe put Inside Out there, but don't do that. Figment has a place in this park. People love him so much, but he does deserve a ride worthy of the adulation that he gets whenever they roll out something Figment-y, okay? So Figment... Can I make a confession, Mark? I Go ahead. You're going to hurt a lot of people with it, but you're not I the know. only person, so go ahead. I've never actually been on Journey into Imagination. Whoa, I thought you were going to... Oh, I thought you were going to say you don't like Figment. And I, I was going to be mean, like, whoa. I like him enough. He's cute, but I'm not obsessed. Could I? And could I, I be probably honest? wouldn't go to the meet and greet, but I've never taken the time to go so on the ride. You're not missing much. And I, and again, that's, that's what I thought. You're not missing much. If you grew up with Epcot and you grew up with Figment, So for all of the people that love Figment, it's because we grew up with him in the 80s. It is nostalgia come to life, but the ride is not great. So Figment definitely deserves a lot of love. So Disney, uh, at one of these conferences, just let us know like when Figment's going to get the love that he deserves. All right, Sarah, I'm going to fly west. I'm coming to join you over at Disneyland, okay? They're redoing the treehouse, okay? And I think that's amazing. Now... I don't want to get rid of the treehouse here in Magic Kingdom. And I'm glad that they didn't get rid of it at Disneyland. That Swiss Family Robinson treehouse is a big part of the culture of Adventureland. Now, what I do want, though, is I do want them to overhaul it. And I want them to bring an intellectual property into the parks that we only get the meet and greet at parties and at special events. We get uh, not Kerchak. Who's, who's Rosie O'Donnell? What's the name of the Turk Turk? Thank you. I was Turk. It was right there. We get Turk at parties mm-hmm. and we get a very scantily clad. Tar- <laughs> I was trying to think of the best way to say it. Those are the only words I could think. Scantily clad. I was keeping it classy. Tarzan. Yeah. My daughter, the first time she saw Risque. Tarzan. Yeah. The first time my daughter saw Tarzan, she went, Oh my God, he doesn't have any clothes on. And I was like, he doesn't, he doesn't have any clothes on, but that's, that's Tarzan. They were sticking very close to the story. They were, they did not leave much to the imagination, but I do think 
that Tarzan deserves a little bit more presence in the park. So this is a great opportunity to have Tarzan IP install a few animatronics because the treehouse has some, yeah, they're open to the elements, but you could put animatronics in there and they wouldn't get wet maybe towards the end of the ride or at the top. And I think they could put maybe some animatronics or some live action actors in the ride itself and make it a fun walkthrough and maybe just a meet and greet at the tail end of it so that you walk through, you have the monkeys are kind of tearing stuff up. You have a little mock story of Tarzan and then give us like a meet and greet at the end. I think it would incentivize more people to go there. Now I understand this ride. Again, it means a lot to people. So I'm not advocating that we get rid of the treehouse. I'm just advocating that we maybe make it more relevant for the next generation of kids and you connect it to something that's Disney IP. If you love any of these ideas, let me know. Uh, if you have an idea, let us know at Dislife Podcast or at Chip and Company. Give us your armchair imagineering ideas. But that's it for me, Sarah. Those are my top four ideas of what I would like to see. Me earmarking the 60 billion those are my four priorities as of right now. Uh, and I want, of course, I want it all. So I want the meet and greets and I of want course. the rides. Yes. Yeah, I want it all. So all the things. All right, Sarah, you are up. It's time for Sarah's travel secrets. This is where I'm going to throw it over to you, our Disney certified travel specialist. And you're going to share your tips to make your next vacation with your family truly magical. So, Sarah, tell me, what travel secrets and hacks do you have for our listeners to finish the show here today? It's me. Hi. I'm not a problem, I promise, but it's me. Um, so, it's officially fall, and I was thinking about my next upcoming trips that I'm planning for our family and thinking, when do we like to visit the parks? What's the best time of year that we go? And I came to the conclusion that it's basically between now and spring break are all the best times to go to Disney World. So for September, September is one of the best months because all the kids are usually back in school. If you don't mind taking your kids out of school to go to the parks, it's definitely lower crowd levels. It's still kind of hot and humid and there's chances of rain because it's Florida, but it's lower crowds and you've got the halloween everywhere hurricane which, hurricane season too i know it's hurricane season but take the chance it's worth it but go after labor day wait until labor day passes and then go can i wear white or to the park you do whatever you want is Mark. That a, i was gonna say is it a faux pas can i wear white you, after labor yeah. day you own it okay you just you just do it then if Halloween's not really your holiday, go around Christmas time, but go between Thanksgiving and Christmas. We have always loved the first week of December. Crowds aren't super crazy like they get around the actual holidays when it really picks up because of holiday break, but you've got the Christmas decorations, all the holiday offerings, and cooler weather. I have acclimated to life in Alaska and I can no longer handle as much heat as I used to. So the cooler months, they're the best for me and my family. Moving further into wintertime, 
We do enjoy January and February. Just avoid the holiday weekends because, you know, more people will visit on a holiday weekend, especially those who live on the East Coast and can manage to get down there for a three or four day weekend. So avoid those weekends. Go in January, February. Cooler weather, still lighter crowds. There's festivals too, like the Festival of the Arts at Epcot. We did that this last year. That was a lot of fun. It doesn't get as much love as I think it deserves. There's a lot of people who um, love farts. I'm a big fan. Yeah. No, that's good. I'm serious. glad. It's like a, uh, I feel like it's always food and wine is what gets the most no, attention. Don't sleep on Festival of the Arts. It's getting no, a lot of love. Arts is wonderful. Yep. So those are my favorite times to go. We have gone during spring break and we have gone in the summer. Both are hotter and you know, higher crowds, but it's still doable. My only suggestion is keep your expectations low. If you find that that's the only time you can go, that's fabulous. Go. Don't, you know, don't not go because it's spring break and it's going to be crowded. Go, but have a plan and have certain expectations so you're not disappointed. Yeah, we've talked about that so many times is... Don't go on those super crowded, you know, Thanksgiving, Easter, Christmas, and think you're going to get on as many rides as you would if you're going in it in an off-peak time of year. I mean, the crowds are insane. Exactly. You know, so make your own weather and just, you know, make your own fun and say, hey, listen, we're at Disney. All doesn't good. matter what happens, we're going to have a good time. Hot tip, though, that January, February, chef's kiss, that is my favorite time to go. Um, it's weird when you go in January and February, too, because there's no there's no foliage in Epcot. Those tre- right. Yeah, those trees shed, and they just look like, uh, they look like sticks. It, it, it feels like the park's a little more open because you can see through all that space yeah there's just no there's no leaves on anything <laughs> so you're like wait wait a minute yeah but then like two weeks later that's it they start coming back so yeah two weeks of winter um well how do you feel about and i need to put you on the record snope are you what what are your feelings about snope because they don't get snow so they take bubbles and they manufacture snow and i find it wholly offensive i can't i don't like it yep i don't like it i come down on snow it's like it's a lie (laughs) it's a lie so being from alaska now and we get snow like half the year i don't love regular snow but if i'm you know visiting the parks during the holidays i do like a little extra magic of snope i just always warn my kids do not open your mouth yeah, yeah. That is wanna... not real snow. You do not want that to landing on your tongue. Don't do that. <laughs> we were, uh, we did it's, the Christmas. It's fun. It's cute. We did the Christmas party last year and, you know, like, there's hot cocoa, there's hot apple cider mm-hmm. and it's like 84 degrees out and you're like, I don't want yeah. this. Yeah. I can't, I can't drink that's, this. That's a little rough. Not going to happen. That is a little rough. Well, listen, we still have, lest we forget, it's September 21st. We still have another two holidays before we can start to talk about Christmas. You and I have already talked about this. We don't want to be the Walmart aisle of podcasts and be talking about things before they're supposed to be talked about. So stay tuned. We will get into Christmas at Disney uh, when we do learn of those narrators 
We will let you know. Stay, yeah. stay tuned for all of the updated news coming very soon about Christmas and the uh, the holidays at Disney. And we're going to have it all here on Chip and Company. And of course, I'm sure that we'll be talking about it here on and Company as a result. But thank you for joining us here at and Company. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We, heard, we hope you learned something new. Like ESPN Wide World of Sports is really hard to say when you're under the gun. And just a reminder, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Chip and Co. And subscribe to all of our incredible shows here on our podcast network. We'll be back next week with more Walt Disney Company insights and discussions in our, nepo- in our next episode. Sarah, until then, Merry Christmas. See you real soon. There you no, go. No, it's not Christmas. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Hey guys, Diz Life Mark here, and I want to tell you all about the official travel partner here at Chip and Company. Let our good friend Sarah at Destination to Travel help you plan your next Disney vacation. Sarah specializes in planning dream vacations for your family. She's an authorized Disney vacation planner, and she can help with every step of your magical vacation. The best thing is that her services are 100% free. Want to travel beyond Disney? Sarah has you covered there too. Want to find out more? Fill out a trip request form over at the website at Chip & Co. or email her directly at sarahsolberg at d2travel.com. Start planning that dream vacation today. Email her at sarahsolberg at d2travel.com.